everybody, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and today we have Tish Camp with us. So Tish is a retreat specialist curating transformational experiences internationally that cultivates awakening and healing. Originally from South Africa, she now calls Costa Rica her home. And for the past five years, she has been co-creating health and wellness experiences, coordinating yoga training programs, and plant medicine ceremonies. Tish is an extraordinaire when it comes to coordinating and working with talent and influencers. Her passion is her service to humanity. She's been fortunate to have lived in multiple countries, traveled throughout the world, exploring different healing practices. She journeyed to Peru and completed her training for yoga and meditation certification to deepen her connection to herself. She studied ancient healing techniques with elders from Guatemala to Colombia and shares a variety of holistic healing practices, including sound therapy, womb clearing, and healing creating safe containers for deeper exploration of ourself. So an awakener of the bliss body and a leader in emerging feminine consciousness. She brings her gift forward to help humans transcend these blocks, balance their energy, and activate a healthy mind, body, and spirit relationship. She reminds her students that personal growth is not only powerful and self-elevating, but it also has the potential to be fun and joyfully integrated into everyday living. So Tish and I actually met in Costa Rica in 2017. Since then, she has co-led a self-love retreat with me in Costa Rica um, in June 2019. And above all, she's my dear friend. And so I'm just so excited to welcome you today, Tish. Thank you so much, Kelsey. Wow. I, um, you know, you have a bio, but then when someone actually reads your bio to you, it's like, oh yeah, that feels really good. That is me. (laughs) So thank you for that beautiful introduction and just for the opportunity to be here with you today to really just come from a place of heart centeredness and sharing, you know, sharing our stories and sharing our gifts and just, you know, your podcast, uh, it's such a beautiful, pure reflection of my name. Tish means joy in Sanskrit. So it's a, such a resonance for me to be on this call with you today. And I'm really looking forward to, to see what's going to come from this conversation. Yay. I'm really excited too. And I did not know that about your name. I love that. That's so cool. So today, something that you've really been guiding women through is is helping them ground, especially their connection to mother nature. I remember in the retreat, you led ceremonies for North, East, South, and West. You led these ceremonies that pulled in the elements of nature, um, or I'm sorry, it was it was Northeast, Southwest, but then combined with all of the elements of earth, water, fire, and wind. Um, and it was just so beautiful seeing your integration with nature and how you brought it into the self-love space, right? Because you're, I feel like you were the medicine woman that brought in, that came and brought so many different things. And so now you're really working with women in grounding. How would you, how would you define grounding? Cause I literally said this to my little brother and obviously he's not in our world, but he was like grounding. He's like, what'd you do to get in trouble? And I was like, no, I don't even think of that definition anymore. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, wow. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. So, um, you know, in, in a world that is a chaotic as what it is at this moment in time and space, What happens is um, when we feel ungrounded, we feel very anxious. We feel like we are running at 100 miles an hour, but not getting anywhere. And so the term grounding really comes from the term earthing. 
And so there has been many studies um, online that you can research that actually shows scientifically how the energy of the earth has this vibrancy. And it's called the prana, the life force energy that comes from the mother core that then fills into our body. So if you think about this, if your physical body has an energetic layer around it. It has different colors. Now, when you're frantic and you're in fear and you feel anxious and you feel ungrounded, meaning you could even be depressed, um, a good way to get out of that headspace and into your body, you get onto the earth and you walk barefoot with your feet onto the earth because there's an electric magnetic field between your feet and the earth. And so think of your feet and your hands as these receptors and they can like pull energy up into your body. So whenever you're feeling like crazy, um, overwhelmed, anxious, um, depressed, sad, whatever, whatever it is that you're moving through physically, uh, the first thing that I would say is go outside and just stand on the earth and just put your, your hands and your feet on the earth like that and just breathe. You just want to breathe with the earth. And, you know, it's so funny that I've been teaching this, these things for years. And I had a friend, I was curating the yoga space in Guatemala. There's a festival called uh, Cosmic Convergence. And I was running, I was managing two different stages and I had all these talents to take care of. And there was just a moment where I was like, I was feel like I was getting spun. And one of my students who I met at Envision, he came to me and said, Tish, Let's just lay down on the earth. And we literally just lay down with all of our body, with our heart, with our head facing down and just breathe with the earth. And I, in a set, in a matter of five minutes, I was back in my set. So it might sound very simple um, and it might sound very silly to think that, oh, well, if I'm depressed or if I'm feeling anxious, how is that going to work me? My invitation to you is to go and try out these tools. Now, there's many different tools to get grounded, you know, bringing your hands and feet on the earth, laying flat on the earth. But there's other tools as well that you could use. For instance, you can stand on the earth and you can lift your heels up and just let them fall again and kind of like let the, the weight of your body go down into the earth. And then you shake all the energy out again and then you do the same. So those are just a few ways, you know, and, and in the, the course that I'm offering soon, Grounding into Simplicity, I'll be sharing more, more advanced tools of what it means to be grounded. There's also a way that you can physically ground yourself through um, cultivating the energy of the earth through your womb space. So it comes up from the feet and then into the womb space. And this really helps to activate your creativity and really to tap into your sensuality and your sexuality. And then you can move the energy up. So in, in very simple terms, grounding means earthing. And earthing means that you go out and you connect with the energy of mother nature. Um, so yeah, that's just a tiny little bit about grounding and what it entails. And there's actually a woman who even wrote a book about earthing. Um, they even these days, they have this, uh, it's a mat and it's made out of electric frequencies and you can put your feet onto this mat and it helps you to earth. You can even sleep on this thing. So, I mean, these things that these studies has been so taken so advanced, but if you just come back to the simplicity of like what it really is into nature and just ground and breathe. 
Oh, that's so beautiful. And I love that it can be even just like grass in the front yard, right? Like it could be any, like nature isn't, um, isn't prejudiced about which part of it you choose. <laughs> um, and I like how you mentioned too, that it does sound overly simple, right? It's like, can it really be that easy? There's people giving, offering depression pills or doing this or doing that, like all these outside influences that are trying to tell us how to relax and calm down. And so I'm just so glad that we're bringing in this conversation around connecting with mother earth. And it is also cool to be able to hear some of that stuff behind the scenes of how you've been able to manage, you know, running huge events you've been with Envision since they started right like no, pretty much five years now they've been running for 10 years so yeah it's been five years of working with them and especially in environments like that you know it's really super important to to stay in your center when there is like uh I wouldn't say, I would say organized chaos, right? Because it's like an organized, but it's just like so much going on. And, um, you know, like going onto the earth and putting your hands is one thing. And there's definitely a way of um, feeling grounded by doing certain breathing techniques that I also go over. But yeah, just going back to Envision and all these festivals, even in retreats, you know, when you're in a retreat space, you're holding space for other people's emotions to come up and they process. So if you're not centered and grounded, how can you be that grounding space for them? So it's really, yeah. it's a practice. And the more that you explore with it, the more you can understand what really works for you. So for me, for instance, I just went out this morning and we were just dugging in the mud and creating this beautiful pond that has a little waterfall. And we want to create like a this place for us to hang out in just getting my hands in the mud you know that is so earthing it's so grounding because you're just getting in touch with that that nature and that's such a beautiful way even just going for a hike you know but I encourage you to take your shoes off get your feet in the dirt or in the grass and, and feel that out and and attune yourself to what really goes on when you sit in the earth when you can even sit next to a tree that's another way found a nice big mama tree like trees holds ancient wisdom and so if you found a tree even just any tree and you just sit with your spine onto the back of it and you lean back and you just sit in meditation you just start to breathe from the root all the way up and you just bring that grounding energy into your field mm. you know and and for people that this is new like I invite you just to explore it. You know, it's an exploration of what really feeds your soul and tune in, maybe do a journaling exercise. Say, this is how I'm feeling right now before you do it. And then take five minutes of grounding and earthing and then write how you feel. And then you can start to like analyze which grounding technique really works for you. You know, another grounding technique is creating an altar, you know, like creating an altar in a way that has an intention to help you feel grounded. And so oh. again, you know, we were working with, which is really exciting because then you bring in the crystal beings, you know, which is another way of grounding. And you work with the elementals, which you talked about a little bit earlier. So you you bring the energies of the earth, fire, water, air, earth, and ether, ether. You bring it into your home, into a sacred space, onto an altar space. And, um, and then through that, you can also ground yourself. So there's just so many techniques and ways that I have have done and, and and I practice on a daily on a daily basis you know like it's not just one thing that you do it's something that you do every single day and that's how you stay grounded mm. so yeah, it's just a beautiful practice. yeah and that's kind of when it becomes a routine to a ritual right if you're like mm -hmm. incorporating these things every day um 
I want to ask about like the womb healing and how you mentioned that you can be grounding and you can call that energy in to awaken your creativity. When you're outside mm-hmm. and you are allowing for that energy to come in to wash over you, are you visualizing, you know, closing your eyes on the grass and like visualizing like maybe a golden energy or something like that slowly coming up into the womb? Like what's your um, process with that? Yeah. So just to share a little bit how I, I got into womb healing, I never even knew what that meant. And so what, um, as soon as I started doing my inner healing work, there was certain things that came into my field that, that had me realize that some traumatic events has happened in my life and it's cut me off to the connection to my womb. And the womb space is the uterus space. So it's like this area right beneath your belly button. If you just make a little downward triangle, that's like this sacred space that we call the womb. And what it came through was that I was abused as a child sexually. Um, I was also molested and I had a mis- I had a, a, an abortion and I didn't really ever take care of uh, the emotional trauma that came with that abortion you know it was just kind of like something that I pushed away and it happened and and so I took this path because I wanted to heal myself and um, you know I studied with a few different teachers and did a a lot of courses and what really um, what really anchored in this healing for me is a dear sister of mine Anna Maria who who teaches earth priestess healing arts and Again, it was the connection to the, the, the womb of the mother. So if you imagine the earth like this, in the center core of the earth, there is a big crystal. And underneath that crystal is this waters. And this is the water of Pachamama, right? This is the, the sacred waters. And if you can imagine yourself as being a cauldron, so imagine that at the top, your head is opening and at the bottom, there's the another opening and you're like this cauldron. So you want to start to visualize when you do grounding through the womb, you want to stand in like a goddess pose. So your feet are going to be a little bit bigger than white uh, hip distance apart with your feet flat on the earth. And then you're going to bend your knees. You're going to inhale. You're going to sweep the energy up from the earth and then bring it down into your womb and then place your hands on your womb and then bring your hands down onto the earth and you make a heart with the earth. So again, touching the earth and pulling that energy up from that center core, from that crystalline grid where the waters is. And you breathe in that way and you bring those waters into your water, which is your body is 80% water. So you're bringing that crystalline water into your and you start to breathe and you do that probably like eight to 12 times with the intention to bring up this energy, this womb energy from the mother. And you can visualize the color uh, like a rose pink color. It's like the the color of the divine love. And that's really where we stem from, where we come from. So it's just a matter of bringing up the arms, sweeping it down your energy field, bring the triangle onto your womb. And then again, bring your hands on the earth, making a heart with the earth. Imagine that you're connecting with the central core, with the crystalline waters, and then sweeping that energy up on your legs and then into your womb again. And then when you close it off, you just seal it off with one hand on the heart and one hand on the womb, and you just say thank you. Now, for women who this is new, my invitation to you is just to start to connect with your breath. When you wake up in the morning, breathe into your womb. So place your hands on your womb and just checking in with your womb and say, good morning, my womb. How are you this morning? And it's the same practice with your heart. 
You know, the heart and the womb is the two sacred centers that connects us to our higher self. The womb is the space of creativity, this place of receptivity, and the heart is really where the brewing of the love comes. So it's cultivating this connection with the womb and the heart at the same time, and then living from that space and breathing from that space and creating from that space. And, you know, it, it took me a while to attune myself to what does it mean uh, to, to live in accordance with like the energy of my womb and what does that mean? So it's like, you know, when you, when you're sitting in front of a plate of food and your body tells you like, no, I don't want to eat this. It's just, it's something about it. It's just not right. Now, when you start working with the energy of your womb, you can place your hands on your womb when before you have to make a decision and you can check in with your womb, is this going to serve my highest purpose? And she can actually direct you. As a woman, we have an, a, a, this innate intuitive power that comes and stems from the womb once we start to practice cultivating a relationship with her. And it could be something as like, is this partner right for me? Should I engage in a sexual relation with him? And you can tune into your womb. Is this creative project in alignment with me? Should I engage in this creative project? You know, there's so many things that, that the womb can really speak to and speak through you if you take the time to cultivate that relation. And because of our society and patriarchy, we have been forced to, and I wouldn't say forced, but we have been taught to, um, dismantle the power that comes from our womb because it was dirty and was ugly and it's painful and all these kinds of things but when you really want to come into right relation with your womb start to cultivate this relationship with her you know really take time to self-care and self-pleasure and work with a yoni egg and these are all things that I'm going to share in my course it's like how can you dive deeper into the connection with your womb? You know, what does self-pleasure actually mean? It could be something as like eating a juicy mango and feeling an orgasmic bliss. That is sacred self-pleasure, you know? I'm not talking about just getting a vibrator and, and, and getting yourself off there. Not at all. That's not what I what I suggest because that doesn't, that's not what works for me and that's not what I feel is is needed in this world we need to get in touch with the subtleties of our bodies like the finer pleasures in life like how to really tap into the simplicity of joy through uh, pleasure and through sensation and through activation with the earth energy and the womb energy so yeah. i don't know yeah. if that answers your question but that's kind of like where this that all leads into you know like learning about the womb and then understanding how your cycle is actually supporting you like how can you live yes. in a you know, like that's you helped thing. me so much with that because when we were together in Costa Rica, you're like, you don't have the My Flow app, and I was like, what? Uh, no. And now, like, I do. I plan my life in a way, my life around knowing those different cycles of my menstrual of my period because of learning about those different cycles. And I like how you mentioned um, connecting to the pleasure and the sensuality. And I, and for me, I am a very sensitive person, but if I'm being overloaded by media, my cell phone, you know, just things that are like, you know, cell phone has become air now to, to us. And it's not air. <laughs> it is not one of the elements at all. Um, and so <laughs> like when I am around harsh things, whether that be media, food, whatever, it's like my sensitivity gets cut. I'm not able to fully be sensitive to experience those sensual things. And that's always kind of my personal indicator for when I need to check in with my heart, with my womb, with just 
my spirit in general, because I know that my essence is to be set is sensitive. So if ever I'm feeling calloused or numb, I know that's like a signal for me that I'm out of alignment. Um, so I just love the work that you're doing with this, especially around the, the simplicity of being able to ground. And so you said that, that that electromagnetic field that's connected to the earth that can be able to calm us, earth us, ground us. Does that get, is there some type of similar thing happening? And this is just, I guess, your opinion, or maybe you do, I don't know. Same thing, similar thing happening with our cell phones, that there is like kind of a, a, a field around that that is doing the opposite of grounding to us, you know? Oh, for sure. Sure, for sure. Have you noticed if, so what I've done recently is I've actually in my calendar and my day set out certain times to only check my phone and be in my phone at that time. Because have you sensed, you know, I think Apple has this thing where it tells you how long you've been online and doing what, like social, whatever. I found that I didn't even know that existed in the one day it was like um, seven hours online. And I was like, and I was like this, right. I was like super anxious, just like, like, I, I mean, like I was so disoriented and I was like, Oh my gosh, it's just like sucking you in. And it definitely dims your electromagnetic field that you have around you. Okay. It definitely does that. And so what I've done now is I have scheduled certain times um, it, that I can check my emails and then I can check my social media and I can check this and it's helped me so much to not feel that anxiety. You know, like when you wake up in the morning and the first thing that you do is if, if, if that's, if that's what you do, if the first thing that you do is you check your phone, you check before you do anything else, your whole day is kind of like frazzled, right? And your whole day is kind of like, tick, 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 tick. and it feels like you had, had like 10 cups of coffee. Um, and you're just like jittery. Now imagine what life would be like if you didn't, if you have, so I sleep with my phone on airplane mode, so I don't get any notifications. So when I wake up, there is no notifications and I take my phone and I put on my meditation and in my bed, I have a seven minute uh, chakra balancing meditation that I'm more than happy to share with you all that literally helps you just to breathe through your energy body, right? And so most of you who are aware of the energy centers in your body, if you attune every morning and you give life force, which is breath, to each of these centers, you are already in being more grounded into your life and entering into your day. Then I start with my lemon water. And then only after I've done a journaling session or I did a little bit, even if it's 15 minutes of movement, I don't care. The first hour of my day, I listen to mantras. I do my breath work. I do my um, journaling practice. I have a whole practice. And this is something I'm going to teach as well to curate your own practice that works for you. Because some people wants to have an hour and a half workout and other people literally only wants to move their body for 20 minutes, right? And so if you can just create a moving practice, a morning ritual practice is what it's called, that you can stick to that's actually feasible. And instead of jumping and grabbing on the phone and lowering the vibration of your field, you step into your down feeling grounded. Then by eight, nine o'clock, when I do put my phone on, I can have 7 million messages and I'm like, okay, good. I can handle this. I can handle this. I can handle this. And, um, it's, and, and this comes in cycles because, you know, when I, it's beautiful now because I, I can I have more spaciousness that I don't have to be on the computer and the phone. But when it's like high season with retreats, I could totally see how the phone was like um, shifting my vibrational field. And another thing I just want to throw in here, if, if any of you wanted to kind of uh, 
try this out. What, what really helps me in, in aligning my energetic field is at nighttime, I listen to binaural beats when I go to bed, which is you can listen to different frequencies. If you have anxiety, if you want to cultivate a deeper loving relationship with yourself, um, you know, just attune yourself. I work a lot with crystal balls. My crystal balls is right here. My altar is right here. I can show you all these things. So it's, it's, it's really for me, it's um, having all these different tools having all these different tools. And if you don't know, then you kind of just go through this life as an anxious monster, you know? But if you do, and this is what I want to share, I just want to share these tools that's working for me on such a basic, but such a fundamental level. And it's little things like that, you know, like doing a chakra toning in the morning and then going to bed, listening to binaural beats. All these things help to keep your vibrational field your field around you, your auric field at a vibration that's high. Because here's the thing, we all have low vibrational emotions, anger, fear, um, projection, uh, you know, all of these things are, we all have it, but there are lower frequency vibrational emotions. Now you can either go down there and lower your vibrational field all the time until you hit rock bottom, or you could just every day, reattune yourself like oh I went into anger today I love my anger thank you anger for teaching me and then again you know learning how to work with your anger and then again rebalance yourself by doing a chakra toning or doing the meditation or doing the binaural beat so it's this dance you know it's never going to go away like your feelings are sacred doorways for you to tap into a, a bigger understanding exploration of your own being and if you can learn just how to love these emotions instead of going into them and going down and lower your vibrational feed until you hit to depression where you actually suppressing it um you just learn how to dance with that yeah oh i love that so much i love that you're calling it a dance because that's kind of the visual that i use as well is that it's a dance the emotions don't define me they're passing through me and i like how you mentioned you're like thank you anger like even the things that a lot of the times is easy to shame you're talking about giving thanks to it giving gratitude to it yeah, and yeah. sound healing, and I'm glad that you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. I'm glad that you mentioned the binaural beats and the attunements in the morning, the little meditations, because that's something that's been a huge part of your art form and how you've you've been serving the world is through sound healing. You have the, like every single instrument I could ever imagine, <laughs> and so I'm sure you have seen a lot of transformations that have come just from the music. And that vibration that's totally integrating into our, our energetic field. And that's something I didn't ever really know. I knew that music moved me, but I was unaware at the depth that music could heal me. Yeah, no, no, no. There's a, there's a, there's a, a, a guy, I can't remember his name, but it says, uh, sound is the medicine of the future. Now, uh, if you go back into ancient times, into the Egyptian times, they used sound to move the pyramids. So sound is a very powerful tool that we take for granted. And we're so distorted in attuning ourselves to sound frequencies because we live in cities where there's constantly sirens going on and the TV is always on and I'm super sensitive. So when I go back to South Africa and my parents are there, you know, the radio is always on or it's the TV that's always on. And I am super sensitive. Like I have to turn these things off because it's, it's like a, if you think about that, because you know, there's even sound, there's even sound in silence. 
And so if you could just start to like attune yourself into the understanding that sound has such an incredible power um, and that you can use, you know, your voice is really the greatest tool that you can have. And so that's why I'm saying if you can learn how to use sound healing, which is your voice, which is in, uh, you know, doing the vibrational toning in the morning, that could be an incredible practice to, to use in sound therapy. You know, you could just get one Tibetan bowl. And that can help to to align your your vibrational field. You know, you don't have to go spend thousands of dollars on all these things. There is so many resources out there that has been recorded that you could use, and there's incredible um, you know ways of like working with the voice that opens up the wisdom of your womb too, because your voice is directly connected to your womb space. So it's just, there's such a beautiful interconnectedness with all these things that I do. And I just, <clears throat> my invitation is start with one, one instrument or start with your voice, you know, and, uh, and see what happens from there. Cause you, once you dive deep into the, the, these things, you can't understand the power of it. It's, it's so simple and you've experienced it, you know, and that's only one sound bath that we did. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy that that you really received that in such a beautiful way and that it's inspired you to dive deeper into working with sound now and may you continue to bless many people with that because sound is so powerful and uh, it can really shift things for you on a vibrational field mm -hmm. I mean sound is now being backed up by science and so if you look a little bit deeper into that uh, and this is why I started the Sound Healing Association of Costa Rica is to train people so that we can go into hospitals and schools and old age homes to help people shift their vibrational feed if they have like a brain tumor with certain Tibetan frequencies we can help to lower the size of these tumors there's so much studies being done and we're just at the cusp of understanding the power of this and uh you know, I, I'm really looking forward to the research that's going to show how sound can actually remove these viruses, quote unquote, that we have in our body. Because, you know, uh, it's just poison and poison can be removed through the sound. I totally believe in that. But yeah, yeah, I believe in that, too. I believe in that, too. Uh, it's so great. Um, yeah, sound healing has been such an awakening thing for me. The binaural beats. Anytime I'm feeling... Anytime the chatter is really loud and I need to calm the chatter and I need to come back into my heart, I go on YouTube. I'm like, binaural beats, good vibes. Like it's my favorite channel and it has so many amazing um, songs. And so I totally agree with you. You don't need to go out and buy a hundred dollar sound bowl um, to still experience vibration, to experience the healing aspects of it. And you don't know how healing it is until you try it. So don't wait for the evidence in order to experience it first. It's like for anyone listening, just dive in. Um, and so is, so I love too, that you have the boundaries with your cell phone. That's something that I, every morning when I wake up minus 30 minutes, um, or I will turn my alarm off, but I don't look at my phone for minimum 30 minutes. Sometimes it's longer, but that's like my minimum to where I don't even care what I do during those 30 minutes. As long as it's not looking at my phone, it's still going to better me for the rest of the day, <laughs> even for that time. But being able to go outside, put my face in the sun. And so, you know, you've led so many different retreats. You've walked people through so many different healing modalities and practices. And I love that you're coming back to the, the, like, the foundation of all of it, which is grounding. And that's your upcoming course that you have um, coming up that's grounding into simplicity. Um, are there any misconceptions of like that people assume can uh, something that, that helps ground that maybe isn't or, you know, 
certain things that maybe people wouldn't really know about grounding? You know, I, I don't think so. I haven't really come across anything. I just feel that some people have a preference of what is really, you know, grounding for them. For me, wherever I go, because I used to travel, not I used to, I mean, I feel like that's a past life right now, right? Before COVID-19, <laughs> I feel like it's a past life. So let's say uh, past life, wherever I used to travel, and I used to travel every month to go somewhere to a different era, even if it's just in Costa Rica, to facilitate and, and um, coordinate these retreats, my altar was really my grounding. Because it was like bringing that energy into wherever it was, if it was in a beautiful boutique hotel, if it was in a small little casita out in the jungle, um, you know, that for me was really my grounding. Now, for other people, you know, for them, it might be going out and doing the shaking exercise on the earth. Mm -hmm. Someone might be laying down, but I don't really feel that I've ever ever come across people that 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 had something that wasn't really that was teaching something it wasn't grounding I think it's more just a, a preference a personal preference of what works for you and most people just don't know about it most people just don't haven't really tapped into the grounding power of the earth and of these different tools um, you know and that's why the, the course is called grounding into simplicity because I'm also sharing with people that Life is really simple. We don't need a lot in life. We are just programmed to think that we need all these things and we need to accomplish all these things and we need to be busy all the time. And the truth is that all we need is love. <laughs> all we need is love. And it sounds super new agey, hippie, hippie, but if you, and this is what's happening now, is people is waking up. And waking up means there is a pull in your heart to something different, something new, where you just like, wow, I'm seeing now that the way that I was doing things or operating a certain way just wasn't in alignment with me. And I, I want to explore the new depths. I want to explore my soul. You know, I want to tune into what, what does it mean to be in my body? Because that is grounding. It's being in your actual body. Like when we're out in the universe and on these computers, we're out. But when we're fully embodied and grounded in our body, that's when we can live from this space that is heart-centered. And um, so, yeah, that's that's really what the, the grounding part is. You know, there, there's so many, so many different aspects that comes within the grounding practice. You know, like yoga is one of them. But if yoga doesn't work for you, there's other movement practices. You know, uh, I teach something that's called energy medicine, which is a, a very similar movement practice from Qigong. But it's from this woman that taught me how to actually work with different energy centers and different practice. And um, so there's that for sure. And there, there's ways to reset your nervous system through movement. There's ways to set your, reset your nervous system through breath. And all these things come back to grounding. Because when you're embodied and when you're grounded and you live a simple life, you become love. Not you become, you already are, but you're really tapping into the divinity of love mm -hmm. that you are. And then you can share from this space that is overflowing instead of this place of like trying to keep afloat. Um, so, yeah, that's really what it boils down to, is, you know, to live joyfully is to be embodied and to be grounded and to be love is, is what it's for me. Mm, that's so beautiful thank you so much for joining us on the show so there's something mm. I like to ask everyone just to complete the sentence self-love is for me are you asking me yeah 
Yeah. Oh. So whatever your personal definition of, of it is, if you were to complete the sentence yeah. from, from your yeah. perspective. Mm. Mm. Self-love. Self-love is so many things. It's so, so hard to say this one thing. But I feel like uh, if, if, if I come from the space of my heart, um, self-love is, is loving myself enough so that I can show up for others. So self-love is, is really taking care of the deepest part of my heart space. And self-love is checking in with my heart every single day. That is self-love is tuning into this heart space and then asking, how is my heart today? And even if I just do that, then that is self-love for me. Yeah, that's so beautiful. It gave me goosebumps. Well, thank you so much, Tish, for joining us and for being able to tune into the podcast, even from Costa Rica. I'm, I'm, I love you so much. Oh, thank you, babe. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. And, you know, I, I also want to share a little gift with all of the listeners. Um, I'm going to offer them all a, a free uh, ebook on Yoni steaming at home. And so this is the self-care and the self-love practice. So um, it's something that I've put together that you can do from home and it will show you all the ways and we'll go into the different herbs, you know, like if you're wanting to, to be pregnant or maybe you have some infection or maybe you just want to nurture your womb and maybe you've never even done that and you have never even heard the term yoni steam. It's basically a vaginal steam that the mind elders have taught me how to do. And you can do this at the convenience of your own home. So I'm going to gift everybody a free ebook on the yoni steam. And if you're interested in learning more about grounding into simplicity, they can also check out my my website, sacredtish.com, which will have all of the information. And I also just want to share that if, even if the course isn't for you and you don't have money or anything right now, just reach out to me. I'm just here to support in whichever way I can. We're living in a time and age where we really need each other and we just need to resonate with someone. If you're just waking up and you're losing all your friends because you're shifting into a different vibrational field or you're feeling alone, you know, waking up can feel very alone or you're feeling completely off center. Just reach out to me. I'm here to support. And Kelsey, as always, it's such a joy mama to, to be in conversation with you. And, and thank you for you for creating this podcast and interviewing so many other women and inspiring so many with your beautiful glow project. And, and you're just such an amazing inspiration. I'm so grateful that the universe is aligned for us to come back into this lifetime to reconnect. So I honor you so much sister and to all the sisters that are listening, just some, so much love from my womb to yours. And I hope that you reach out and connect with me very soon. So Yes. So much love. Namaste. Namaste. I'm so excited to download the Yoni Steam because I've never done yeah. a Yoni Steam or a vaginal steam before, but it's something I've always wanted to. I just have never really had step-by-step instructions. So thank you. Cool. Okay. So I welcome. love you so much. And you guys, there's something else. I'm just going to put this as a little teaser. You've taught me a lot about breast massage in a way that is a sacred way to really do a self-care practice. So if you guys want to learn about the breast massage too, send her a DM on Instagram because she, 
I just can't, I just can't say it enough. Like so grateful for your friendship. Thank you so much for all those words of love too. Um, and Tish, I'm so, I'm so excited for, for all of the women that get to experience grounding into simplicity. And we are going to reunite soon, girl. I'm going to be in Costa Rica before you know it, coming to say hi so we can go to the beach. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm here for you, girl, waiting on the farm, ready. <laughs> I'm excited to see that pond you built when I come back. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to be sipping. We're going to be sipping some beautiful juice in there and just chilling and being in nature and just like, I call it nature bathing, which is Ooh. another therapy that I do here. Just like you do forest bathing, we just do nature bathing. We're just going to be naked in nature and we're going to be sipping on the best cocktails from pineapple juice to watermelon to noni to whatever you want to do. We can do it all. Perfect. That sounds amazing. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe. Tish, thank you so much for joining us. You're so welcome. Bye.